Hi everybody and welcome to another iWolfs. We're here today with Kelly Dunbar. Hello. Ian Dunbar. Hello everybody. And me, Jamie Dunbar. What are we talking about today, Kelly? Well, today we're going to attempt to talk about the the possible rise in dog aggression. And let's keep on track. After this getting time, right? yeah. terribly off course last time we tried this. Uh, so we have three questions that I think we're going to try to address. One is, is there a rise in dog aggression among companion animals? Um, if, we okay. don't know. Well, I mean, well, let me we just, let me let's hear another question. question. Oh, you want to get all three right questions that? Well, we may not get to them all. Well, and then people try. will feel cheated. <laughs> is there a rise in dog aggression? How would we know that? If so, what are the potential causes? And then... What, what can we do we, about it? What can we do uh, about it? I got your question. Yeah. Alright, so, question one. Is there a rise in dog aggression? We don't know. Mm. You know, it's... We, oh, that's satisfying. Know. Well, I don't know. I mean, it's, what we can tell is how many reports have been reported, how many bites have been reported to CDC every year. We could look that up and know. But I think that's you safe. see, even that is 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 tainted by who's reporting, and 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 what are being reported as bites is when there's no skin puncture. It's like you know reporting stabbing yeah, the toe. Yeah, there's a lot of Bradley says perceived aggression um, that is not being reported, obviously because nothing bad has happened. Yeah, you know. And it is like in in you know epidemiology when we have better diagnostic tools then suddenly we have a surge of that disease. It's not because it's gone up in terms of incidence, it's that now it's easier to diagnose. So I would say, let we just move away from this question, leave it to the statisticians. But what's more important is why and what do we do about it. Okay. Yeah. Although it's hard to answer a question why if you don't know what the why well, that you're explaining why whether that the, exists. No, but why is the perception there? I mean, ah, why is people, there a perception? People think that they're, yes, why, why do trainers feel like they're dealing with more aggression? And, you know, and what, what's that about? I do think that people are less tolerant of, of regular dog behavior for one thing. And I do believe that keeping dogs on leash in public everywhere they go and or then, it's either feast or famine, right? A dog is on leash and not getting any kind of freedom to move about and, uh, you know, dogs learn by, learn, communicate with proximity, right, and body language. And if they're leashed up, it's kind of like being, having your hands tied or your, mm -hmm. your, your mouth covered for them. I think we do a lot of leashing and there's less free roaming dogs there's, and there's less dogs just loose at the park or loose in the backyard hanging out with the kids in the neighborhood. So dogs are bound a lot more. But then we do the opposite of that and then throw them into really intense social situations and mm -hmm. parks and daycares. And the, the combination of those two things is, is too, you know, too extreme, right? right. You know, there's they have no, that middle ground. And there's no skills natural. being learned on the one hand, and then the other hand, then they're, yeah, they're just being overwhelmed and forced into situations that are pretty unnatural. I, I think there's two aspects to this question. One, the perception that trainers have that there's an increase in dog aggression. Um, and the second one went right out of my head. But it was very important distinction. Well, let's anyway, stick with that first well, one then. First we got one. The perception, I, I think that if you look at the demographics of trainers, they've absolutely changed in the past 30 years. They used to be much older with a good 20, 30 years of experience, you know. Now we have a lot of really young trainers, and I don't think they've seen much aggression. And then they see a case and they think, oh wow, I'm dealing with a red tag dog. I mean, this is a difficult dog here. 
Whereas a lot of other trainers look at it and say, no, it's just a level three biter. Yeah, he punctures the skin and it sounds horrible, but he's not a four, five or six. So it, I think that it, it's really scary when you meet your first, you take your first dog bite or you meet, you know, um, your first, you know, dangerous dog, let's, let's put it that way. Um, but again, I, I think it's a question where we can talk forever and come up with nothing definitive. So I think let's change your third question to, um, if we have an aggressive dog, what can we do? And the only logical answer to that is prevent it. Because, you know, the, the number one cause is socialization and it just isn't happening. I mean, it just isn't happening. Well, or it's, it's happening ridiculous. inappropriately. That's my other point. You know, How? It, if dogs are just being thrown into intense situations like daycare all day and dog parks where they all have to be kind of forced to be together, I don't think that that's... Oh, no, no, in terms either. of dog-human aggression oh, okay. is what we're talking about. No, it all happens before three months. If it isn't done before three months, um, there is permanent damage in the brain. There's no question about it. You know, I've just been reading oodles of studies on this. And, you know, you, you, you've got to socialize, you've got to neonatally handle the dog. I was just reading but all the old EMS stuff changed? today. How much of that has changed? I mean, if breeders weren't doing it 20 years ago, I mean, aren't doing it now, they probably weren't doing it 20, no. 20 years ago, so why would perceived aggression be on the rise? No, perceived doesn't mean it's real. Yeah. This is what people think. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there is a rise in aggression at all. I think it's the same old, same old. Dogs and their owners are getting a short end of the stick because puppies aren't socialized prior to eight weeks. And everyone gives them a reason not to socialize their puppy. You know, fear of disease. Oh, no, look, the puppy's normal. Of course he's normal. He's a puppy. You know, why socialize a socialized puppy? Oh, I can do it in puppy class. No, too little, too late. And it goes on and on and on. All these reasons not to socialize. But the fact of the matter is, puppies aren't seeing 100 people, children and men, prior to eight weeks, and being handled. And I don't just mean the ENS stuff, where you have five positions to hold the dog in early neurological stimulation. This is a, obviously an army research technique, so it's do step one, step two. No, I mean children cuddling the puppy, two children cuddling the puppy, passing it along before its eyes open. You know, neonatally, you can desensitize nine of the most common subliminal bite triggers, and it isn't happening. It isn't Say that happening. again, because that's important stuff. You know? Neonatal handling, <laughs> you can desensitize nine of the, the 12 most common bite what are, triggers. What are some of those? We don't need to hear all nine, but uh, touching the collar, mm -hmm. the ears, uh, the paws, the nails, okay, so rearing, the hugging the dog, eye contact, most likely to lead to a dog bite, and then aspects of the the victim: children, men, strangers, people acting weirdly, mm -hmm. um, and we desensitize them all before eight weeks. It's so easy. This to me, I get so passionate about this. I call it the great insanity. Why are we raising dogs that aren't socialized? And I think the primary reason is no one realizes there's a problem at two months or three no, months I, I because puppies are totally friendly. Two people, I think there's the reason is two different things. I think one of them is that um, you know, people are so afraid of disease. Breeders and veterinarians are so afraid of disease that they don't, they, they want these candy puppies, you know, like little, little protective Balls, yeah. you know, little bubbles is one thing, and I think there's a whole rise of people who think that socialization is the problem and why there's a this is why aggression is rising because they're seeing. But are we talking about dog 
dog or dog human with that? Either. With that. Either. Well, people, some, some people think that dog, dog human dog aggression is a problem. Because fear and general reactivity or dog human and, socialization you know, is a problem. Uh, well, let, let's just go that through the facts. That is overwhelming dogs yeah. and doing so. The people mm -hmm. there's people who don't want to socialize because they're afraid of health problems, and there's people that think that doing all this stuff really is overwhelming dogs and putting them over a threshold and making them into upset creatures. And that's those are I think are the. So let's reasons. let me answer those with scientific fact. I mean, we don't have facts on. It, our dog bites rising. We don't really have facts we can trust. Here's the facts first about disease. There is no scientific evidence whatsoever that shows there's an increased risk of, say, parvovirus in puppies that go to puppy class. There is no risk of puppies to parvovirus when socializing with people. There's no need to take the dog out there. You bring the people to the dog. But you do want them whether to it's see in different the environments and such as well. That's not what we're talking okay. about. The three aspects of socialization with people, with dogs, and with the environment. No, we can do a lot of stuff with surfaces indoors. We're focusing on dogs biting people. You bring the people to the dog, outdoor shoes remain outside, zero risk to parvo. The second one, which really gets up my nose, oh, you're stressing the puppy too much when you socialize it. I hear no. it all the time. People, you, all these articles about oh, not socializing a puppy. I would consider right. the cruelest thing you could do to a dog, the most inhumane thing you can do to a dog, is not socialize it as a puppy. He has a quality of life that's crap for life. It is so cruel. And when I hear statements like that, here is, you know, um, it just sends me crazy. Here is the fact. Is it stressful handling a puppy? Neonatally, yeah, you get a slight rise in corticosteroid levels, which people normally say is, which means the pup is stressed. However, if you do a scientific study and take two groups of animals, and you handle one group neonatally and the other not, what you find is now, if they were handled early as puppies, you get a lower spike of corticosteroid in adulthood. So what's happening there is, I think Michael Fox suggested this years ago, that early handling sets the hormonostat so that they can deal better with stress well, than adulthood. Well, that makes sense. It entirely makes yeah, sense. I mean, absolutely. They have to, you have to, every single new experience is going to have, learning experience is some mm -hmm. level of stress to it. You're not going to right. avoid that. The idea is to have it controlled and have it not be too much. Um, there's a whole other question here that I wanted to do in the next one, which no, is... But one sentence talking. on what you just said, the, the two things. I, I don't get angry with, I, I guess, veterinarians and breeders who say I don't want to risk my puppy to parvo because they haven't thought it out. What they're talking about is socializing the puppy with dogs or with the environment out there. Taking them out the socializing them to people, the most important thing to do, no risk. I get very angry when people talk about it's too stressful to handle and socialize early because I think it's an excuse that they're well, too so lazy. They're just too lazy. No, I think well, they're afraid of it. They, they, they're doing it too little too late and then the animals are stressed and they're seeing at it. You know, mm -hmm. this is part of the thing with puppy classes, you know, and they're doing a puppy class wrong, which is something I know we've discussed before, but we're going to do it again. So I think they, people who say that are seeing problems, but I think they're they're pointing the finger in the wrong direction. And, yeah, and, and this is the, the whole thing about early socialization. It's so deceptive, you won't see the effects of early socialization or lack thereof until the puppy is four and a half, five, six, seven, eight months old. Mm -hmm. So at two months, he looks normal, so the breeders don't realize there's anything wrong or they have a problem. At three months, the dog's at the vet. The vet thinks everything's normal. Mm -hmm. The owners thinks everything's normal. Then as you can set your watch to it, Five months, the dog's now backing his head from children or men or shying away from strangers. 
and the whole thing gets worse, from shy to standoffish to fearful to reactive mm -hmm. to aggressive. And I think this is the big thing. No one realizes there's a problem until, to all intents and purposes, it's too late for speedy rehabilitation. Right, it's easy to see where, as Kelly was saying, that could lead to the perception that if you start the socialization too late, and then you see the dog's not handling it well, you might think that that was the problem. Yeah, I'd like our, our next, our next one so to be puppy I'm, class going wrong yeah. or bad. Or well, I'm going to write a blog on this for Dogstar Day. Right, well, It'll so, be up within the week. Trust so, me, is, is there a rise in dog aggression? We don't know. I doubt it. Are dog trainers perceiving it? Yeah, they might be yes. perceiving it, but that's maybe due to lack of experience or lack of understanding of what Some dog trainers aggression are, is. Are. And then, what do we do about it? Well, socialize puppies before three months, two people. So that means to prevent to... the rise in aggression yeah. from happening as an epidemic versus how do we train each aggressive dog? That's yeah. a whole other story. And I think the importance there is we must triage the three aspects of socialization because this is what holds people back. With people, it's beyond important. It's so urgent. With puppies, not so urgent. They grew up with a litter. Not so important for most people. And with the environment, and when you do that, we realize that make, raising puppies to be bomb-proof around people is paramount. All right. Good job. Woohoo! We'll wrap it there. Thanks well for done. listening, guys. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Bye-bye.